Hello, hello, Kim here. Just wanted to pop in and let you all know that we aren't having our usual season one episode today. GM Adam was recently on center stage by Crit Awards. Shout out to the wonderful Ivy. And this is an interview talking about five gyms in a trench coat. Enjoy. Hello, welcome in. Happy Saturday. Uh, I'm here with the wonderful and illustrious Adam from Five GMs in a Trench Coat. Adam, you want to introduce yourself? Tell uh, yeah. us like a fun fact about you. Oh, fun fact. Oh, man. You just threw me into it. <laughs> I uh, did. So, <laughs> I, I'm Adam. Uh, Adam Gonzalez uh, five, from Five GMs in a Trench Coat. I also uh, do Adam's Armory. It's a little like... Uh, like homebrew account um, with you know most of the five GMs um, cast members and an interesting fact about me, I am deathly allergic to dairy. Like like deathly allergic to dairy. So I've uh, never really had a birthday cake at birthday parties. Uh, like on my own, I have them, but like you know, what do you? So I think that's pretty interesting. So do you just have pie or something? Like what do you have in placement of? Well, now there's a bunch of like vegan stuff, so that's, that's awesome. True. That's like, true. yeah, there's like vegan milks and stuff. But for the longest time, I just couldn't have. Like, so, meat. how did you discover that you were deathly allergic to dairy? Like, now I'm more concerned about you. <laughs> yeah, when I was a baby, um, I guess I guess I got some formula uh, given to me, and it was just it was a, an immediate emergency room trip. So, oh my god. Okay. Yeah. Well. Maybe the most interesting fact I get to hear all day long. It's just, I'm deadly allergic to milk and dairy. Incredible. Okay, so let's jump right into it. Adam, how did you get into TTRPGs? Um, that's such a fun question. I love it. Um, so I got into TTRPGs through one of my cousins because he got into it through one of like his like early college buddies. And so I think I was... 12 at the time and they're five years older than i am so they're like 17 18 19 when we started playing and um at the time especially like i loved anything he did i loved i loved pokemon because of him i played Yu-Gi-Oh because of him so like i always enjoyed that stuff and it's because like that was the person i hung out with most and so i was just like this a little annoying 12 13 year old uh playing dnd 3.5 edition uh with um, my cousin uh my cousin donovan he's wonderful he's fantastic he's a really fun guy but yeah, it was just kind of, it started there and then it just grew. I played through high school. I played a lot less because I like played sports and stuff during high school and I just didn't have the time. Um, and then after college, I or like during college, I started playing a lot more. And then I've just sort of been conscripting more and more people to come play with me. And then, you know, now here I am uh, partially running the podcast and, you know, making stuff for teacher RPGs because it's something I love. And I think it's one of the most interesting forms of like media consumption and like kind of self-grown media. It's so fun. So what point in your TTRPG journeys did you say, oh, never mind, I don't want to just play. I want to GM too. You know, so that was, let's see, I'm trying to think because I think the first time I like GM was, I was probably like 17 or 18. So a, a couple of years into like playing. And then right before the pandemic hit, like the year before the pandemic hit, I did my first like full written homebrew campaign that I like wrote out and I played with my cousin Donovan and all of our buddies and we played through it right up until um, we, we finished campaign, had this big like really fun uh, finale. Um, we started the second campaign and then COVID hit and that's and that was when I started GMing and I'm pretty much for our home game. Like now I have like we have, you know, the parties switched up a bit, but I am just the the home DM now. So that's kind of yeah, how I, I fell into Amazing. it. Amazing. Do you prefer playing or do you prefer GMing? 
I, I, I think I prefer GMing. Yeah. I've done it for a very long time now, and I love to control it a lot. Uh, Same. In, yeah, <laughs> in terms of like, the world is mine. I get to make up fun stuff, and if I watch a movie and I'm like, whoa, that was really cool, next session is going to be all about that movie. Um, and so I just think that that's one of the more fantastic things about GMing is that you're everybody else. I, that's, I think that's a big joke I make a lot of like, oh, well, you know, I play everybody else. And you really are. You're everybody else. And I think that's so fun because you get a lot of turns, you get a lot of talking, you get a lot of like storytelling. You can really tell a story and then you can help your friends tell the story. Um, so yeah, that's big for me. But I love playing. I think I've gotten weird as a player because I DM. So that's oh, fun. Oh, same. I, yep. <laughs> because it's like, oh, cool. I have all of these NPCs in the backgrounds mm-hmm. in my world that maybe you haven't ever interacted with. Now yeah. I get to play it. You get to experience it firsthand in full force. Exactly. I love that very much. Okay, so, um, podcast. There's five of you who run different games. Tell me a little bit about how you guys got started. Why podcasting? Okay, so I've done, like, a couple podcasts before with, um, I'm so sorry, uh, with one of the other uh, members, uh, Jesse. Him and I did, like, a a Cryptids podcast a while ago. Uh, Everyone loves Cryptids. Oh, fun. (laughs) I love that. I just enjoy, like, creating. That's a big one. And... All of us, or most of us, have have some kind of like, I guess, creative uh, like higher education background. So, Kim, it was an English major, uh, focused on creative writing with a film minor. Uh, Tamlin is an art major. I'm an English major, focused on creative writing. Um, Tanner is sort of like a media's major, um, and then Jesse's the only one he he did. Uh, he has like art, like. Um, like architecture stuff, but he loves he loves the game. He loves making stuff. And I think that's the big thing is I just really love creating and putting stuff out there. And so that was like the big push is that I was like, oh, like this is fun. This is a cool idea. I I don't see it done a ton. We're like we're constantly swapping through different games, you know. And I thought it would be a really fun way to highlight like different games and sort of novel and a good way to create. Amazing. So why? podcasting instead of streaming was it just Mm -hmm. easier was it like just more of a medium that you were familiar with so actually that's something we discussed when we were discussing what to make five gms like what even like i don't even think we have the name yet we wanted to like get everything down right and streaming was an option but so the one of the big things we faced was that not all of our cast members can make it to our main campaign and a, a streaming session every week and so we were, we wanted to be able to release weekly because we felt like it just allows for a stronger like community build. In in our opinion, right? That's that's how we felt. And so I think that our biggest thing was that we wanted to release weekly. We wanted to have um, a little more control on release time and on like, I guess like stoppage, right? Like editing podcasts, you can cut anything out. Um, and we try, you know, of course we try not to cut less, uh, you know, as little as we can. But I think that was a big a big proponent um, of our decision was that uh, getting to release weekly rather than doing a stream once a month for a couple no, of hours. No, you just have to change out overlays every single game. That's just how it is. Every single game you have to switch and rotate. Yep. Yeah, I, exactly. Yeah, no, I definitely understand. So, five GMs. Mm-hmm. Tell me a little bit about the, the things that you've run or what you're running now. Mm-hmm. Um, so currently we're running uh, Fate, our D, uh, GM Tanner, 
uh, Tanner Sherlock, I think it's at Tanner Sherlock everywhere, is um, running uh, Fate, the Fate system. We're doing a Dragon Rider themed campaign. Ooh. It's floating islands, it's piratey, there's flying ships, and there's Dragon Riders. And almost all of us are Dragon Riders, and it's super fun, uh, it's super fantastic, and very like, I, I'd say like, just that almost like perfect blend of like steampunk and uh and like high fantasy it's very fun uh there's like a bit of elemental magic which is a good time um but so fate's a very like free system like there's a lot you kind of just like oh hey like can i do a backflip and kick someone in the chest and like oh yeah roll a couple roll a couple d6s and we'll see um and it's a lot more rules light than like say D D. Um, but I do, I don't know if they'll get mad at me for spoiling, but I can tell you what the next couple of seasons are going to be, like what games we're running. I won't tell you we who's get, running what or we when we're secrets. running them. Okay, I'm ready. Um, but I know we're going to be playing Blades in the Dark. We will be playing D&D 5e, um, Kids on Bikes, and Cyberpunk. So those are the four we're going to be playing uh, These are all the next four of us. Good system. They are. Yeah, they're fantastic. And then, of course, we're going to like, you know, after that, we'll restart for you know the next chunk of seasons and we'll pick new ones um it's really exciting and fun and then we're also trying to do mini series in between that i want to try to use what is it i can't I'm trying to think of the name of it um but i don't know if you know jojo's bizarre adventure but yes. there's yeah there's there's a whole system that's pretty much just stands yeah i want to use that for a mini uh, mini series um, and there's just so much fun stuff out there. But yeah, so those are the four big ones that you guys can look forward to as, as our next couple seasons. Ooh, I'm so excited now. I am a huge fan of Cyberpunk. I love Cyberpunk as a system, and I love all of Hunter's Entertainment's games. I love yeah, Cyberpunk is really. I love Kids on Bikes. I love Kids on Brooms. <laughs> yep. Yeah, Cyberpunk's really fun. It's, just, it's really crunchy, and I think it, it scares some of our players when we tested it. But I think we'll be. it's going to be fun. I played it once. I have a very good GM that mm -hmm. helps me learn it. That's, yeah. I think as long as you have a good person running it, that's like, mm -hmm. yep, this is how you do certain things. Oh, it's on this side of your sheet. Like, you'll be yeah. fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, amazing. So tell me a little bit about the rest of the other GMs who mm -hmm. are your cohorts in this endeavor. Right. Um, yeah. So I'll start with... Um, kind of like our most prolific. If you interact with five GMs, you're either interacting with me or her. Uh, it's Kimberly Siyuki. Um, she's fantastic. She's my partner uh, in, in this and in everything, right? In life. Um, she really is wonderful. Uh, and she runs all of our socials. Um, if if it's not her responding, it's going to be me, but usually it's her. Um, so like I said, if you've interacted with us, for the most part, it's her. And she's a fantastic writer, a fantastic player. She just started playing recently. Uh, a little after we started dating so that's um she's been playing for a little under two years i think or maybe a little over two years i'm trying to think of when we started playing after we started dating but um she's caught on fast she's an avid reader so i think that's a big thing i talk about rules all the time yep. if you read the rules you'll get it if you can read you'll get it and so she's really big on that and she's just such a good player and i've really enjoyed seeing her grow as a role player because that's one of the hardest things i think especially with, as a podcast that you want to come in with um, and so seeing her grow in that like capacity has been absolutely fantastic. Um, what else? She also does her own podcast. Uh, that's have, had a bit of a, a gap lately because of the SAG actress stuff and all that. But they sure. do film splain. Uh, like I said, she's a film miner. So they do all that. Um, she's fantastic. And then we'll go right off of that. We'll go into. So Kim and I went to college together. Then our buddy Tanner, we went to college with. Um, 
Tanner Sherlock, I mentioned a little bit earlier, he's a great DM, a great player. Him and I have played about the same length of time. Um, we met him in college and he really is just, uh, he's just a fun guy to be around. And he's, I really trust his knowledge in game design and his knowledge of like TTRPGs. And that was one of the big like calls for him. I know currently him and his partner are releasing a, um, a small series on Oh my goodness, I can't think of every it's 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 where people like self-release um self-publish like comics and stuff. Yeah, like self-publish mm-hmm. like little comics or everyone uses it. I'm the worst. I should have <laughs> I had it in mind. You're and like, then, I've got it. Let's go. Then yeah, I asked I about it. it. <laughs> yeah, uh, on web uh webcomic. It's a oh, webcomic on yeah, on webtoon. There we go. There you go. And it's called uh, Wisteria Falls. I think they just posted the first like yeah, the first one recently. It's sort of Gilmore Girls meets meets like Witch Town. It's Ooh. a beachside city. It's yeah, it's all art's fantastic. Um, his partner is doing all of the art. She's helped us with a little bit of art for five GMs. They're great. It looks great. I definitely you know, all of us are doing something else as well. That's the really I love fun it. Part. I will add yeah. it to my webtoon repertoire. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, yeah, so it's Mysteria Falls, you know, like a flower. Mm-hmm. And then we'll go to um, GM Jesse, uh, Jesse Golcher, Jesse Espinoza. He goes by both sometimes. Um, him and I have worked on, like I said, a podcast before called uh, Creepy Crawl Encrypteds. You can check us out there. Uh, we haven't posted anything there for a very long time. Um, but, you know, we both have just incredible intersecting interests. And I've known him for so long. And truthfully, my biggest reason for getting him to come and play with us is he is a truly fantastic player like he brings a level of like comedy like like humor and and kind of playability that like not a lot of players bring to a table and i think he knows how to play off of sort of any situation with any other player and i think he i don't even think he realizes how strong of a player he is oh, those, um, those types of players are so like, like they're just gems like ah. Mm-hmm. Oh. I, lo- I have a yeah, couple. Yeah, so hard to find. They're so hard um, to yeah, find, but God. Fantastic, yeah. Um, and so, you know, like I said, I've worked on a lot of stuff with him. Um, he currently, outside of uh, Five Dreams and a Trenchcoat, doesn't have uh, any creative stuff going on at the moment. Um, if you ever listen to Five Dreams and a Trenchcoat, we make fun of him often because he's not on Adivan's Armory, our other things that all four, the rest of the four of us are on. Um, it's a very good time. Uh, but yeah, so he's wonderful. And then our final GM is Tamlin Morgan, uh, my cousin. So she's the cousin. She's the little sister to my cousin Donovan, who got me into D&D. And so then, of course, Donovan and I got her into D&D. Of course. Um, yeah. And so she's the art major. She does art for everything. She does art for Adam's Armory. She does art for Five Gems in a Trenchcoat. She does her own personal art. She's fantastic, amazing. Um, we collaborated with um, Latinos Against Spooky Shit. Uh, oh, I love Jonathan. Uh, yeah, Jonathan. I mean, I love him. He's so good. So and uh, cool. they were just, they're discussing maybe like she might make him a logo for a shirt soon. So it's very exciting <laughs> stuff. Is that right? And so, yeah, so she's just, you can see her everywhere. Anything, if any, if I post anything and it's art related, it's most likely been done by her. Um, her account's at Gremlin Frog, Gremlin Frog Art, the two G's in the middle. Um, and it's just so great. She's so amazing. Um, we've played together forever. Uh, we grew up together. I've, we're cousins. We've known each other our entire life. And yeah, she's fantastic. Um, sorry, I just ramble on. I love them all so much. I can no, talk about them No, this forever. is great. I love hearing the gushing about your mm-hmm. fellow like members of your groups. Yeah. Like I love when people are like, I'm going to uplift them and you're just going to listen to it. Uh, uh-huh. It's, it's my, one of my favorite things. So no, that's great. So. Thank you. A huge thing about um, 
five GMs in the trench coat, mm-hmm. which I want to, to mention because I think it's important. Um, you're all people of color. Um, and that is amazing. It's mm-hmm. uh, We've seen a very, a very difficult time for people of color in this space. Yeah. Um, so tell me a little bit about that. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, we are all people of color. Um, Kimberly, uh, Kimberly Suyuki, uh, she's um, Japanese uh, on both sides of her family. Um, they've, you know, uh, it's we were i think one big thing we talk about often as a group is sort of like trying to find like the the dichotomy of being an american person of color right because you're american through and through like if you go to if if she goes to japan it's really hard because they're never going to see her japanese similar to you know if any of us go anywhere they're not going to see us with that they're going to see us with americans but in america there's so much of people not seeing you as american because you're something else and so that's like a big thing we talk about often but yeah, so Kimberly, uh, she's Japanese. Um, I'm uh, Hispanic and Indigenous. I'm Mexican and Indigenous. Um, Tanlin is uh, is half black, half white, and then um, Jesse's Hispanic, and Tanner's Tanner's white. Um, you gotta have one. But, yeah. yeah, that's he's our token. Yeah. But uh, we we love Tanner. He's fantastic. Uh, he's super cool. But uh, but yeah, and I think it's this huge thing for us because one, I mean, I, we're out. We're based in California, so I've. I, we've grown up around people of color like that's a lot of what's going on in california you know it's very eclectic over here and so that's all we've ever known but like when you travel other places that's not that's all that's ever there you know and then what was that sorry no i was agreeing with you oh yeah sorry it looked like you're saying, oh. <laughs> um, yeah and then even beyond that like when you see what we get in representation or what is represented in the people who we see playing um dungeon dragons uh fate or anything like streamed it's it's a lot of white faces and there's nothing you know wrong with people you know with white right, people playing course. games. I love I love Critical Role. I love all of those games. Um, but I think that there are things that are hard to tackle in a lot of TTRPGs because some TTRPGs were made a long time ago, <laughs> and uh, or they take inspiration from like Tolkien and a lot of fantasy has a lot of embedded you know racism and sexism that we don't don't even realize. And so I think that's such a huge thing for us is that. POCs are just a facet of life. <laughs> like we're, we're out there, um, and you know, if that's what our life is, that's what I think our fantasy games should be or could be, um, and that's why I think it's so important. And I also want to show like little kids, like little kids of color, that like if you want to play this nerdy game, like nerdy games aren't just for certain types of people, or aren't just for boys, or aren't just you know, like anyone can play these like anyone can come there's a humongous community that i don't think people realize like it's very supportive and if it's not message five gms in a trench coat and we'll put our trench coat on and go fight them like you know (laughs) a bunch of us will throw our hands like hands exactly yeah (laughs) Um, yeah and so it's just super important to us to sort of like i said bring that representation forward and i think it's, it's a silly thing to say but one of the simplest ways to put representation forward is existing existing in the space uh and existing unabashedly right we are five teams in a trench coat and we don't i don't we like i know we don't like put it on like twitter or anything and um like that we are pocs right because we just are that is what we are right and it's uh you know it's sometimes hard because you, you don't want to market it but at the same time you want everyone to know you know but because you want to be it's... proud of it like yes yes exactly but, but yeah. also it's yeah this is just who we are mm-hmm. Yeah, and so that's a huge thing for us is that we want to exist in the spaces that, and that is one of the biggest ways doing that moving forward. And then there's 
so many amazing other POCs that are getting some Aubrey Iyengar. Oh, love. She's amazing. Love. Yeah. I got this. <laughs> yes, yes. One of, one of, if not my favorite DM. Um, Serena Marie, she was on one of the Dimension 20s. I've interacted with her a little bit on Twitter. Uh, a gem her. of a player. She, I've met she's, her. She is just, she is that nice in person. Like, she is just really? One, oh, she's such a doll. Oh, my goodness. Oh. Yeah. She seems so nice. She's wonderful. <laughs> yeah. And, like, you know, I, I could sit here and go on forever, right? Uh, three black halflings. They're all amazing. Every single one of them. I yeah. Them and so, so it's one of those things that, like, I love seeing Jonathan. I just meant, I mentioned Jonathan earlier, but seeing those people exist in the space as themselves is humongous right and excuse me and i don't think the games were or weren't made for any certain people but the more people we get there and the more people we see the more comfortable everyone's going to be and i want everyone to play dnd i want everyone to be a part of it yeah of course it's a space that is it can be welcoming to everybody but you gotta mm -hmm. love it yeah i agree yeah, yeah. so amazing so aside from D&D, you, mm. you play Fate, you have a couple of other games coming up. Um, mm. Do you have a favorite system that you've preferred to play in? Yeah, so uh, aside from D&D, because I will say D&D 5th Edition is unfortunately my favorite. That's it's what okay. I, yeah, I started in D&D. I have you so know, many D&D books over here. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, I get it. You really get bogged <laughs> down in it. Um, but I really enjoy Fate for the ability to like, storytell in a different capacity because it's so free mm. um it is hard sometimes as a gm because it's like can i do a backflip and kick someone in the chest it's like i guess like you don't have a spell for it like roll the dice i don't know i guess yeah. roll the athletics i think yeah exactly. and so it's so i i really enjoy fate and that's the one we've been playing a lot recently um from the tests we've done cyberpunk was fun and i familiarized myself with the game and the sheets it's a little too like grimdark for me. Like I'm just like yeah. oh, it's so sad. Everything's so sad. I don't want to be this sad. It is pretty uh, sad. <laughs> yeah, it can be pretty bad. Exactly. And so it's very fun, uh, and I love the mechanics of it. Um, but I'm trying to think of like a game that like stands out to me as like one of the games just I absolutely like adore playing. Um, Fate is one of them. Like, like I said, I think yeah. Fate. You can throw a one shot together the day of. Like oh, like we're gonna go fight a robot and just make it happen. Um, I've done masks and then mutants and masterminds. Both of those I love. I love superhero games. Superheroes They're are cool. Such good systems. Superheroes are hard to do mechanically. Like I love the mechanics of games. I mean, I do a homebrew account. We make items. We make you know we we're you know we try to work uh, working on our own like books and systems. Like that's a thing we like doing. It's hard. It is a hard thing to do and to strike that balance. So I think definitely like masks and mutants and masterminds are two of my like big favorites. Um, I play tested. We when we played with Jonathan, we play tested the Marvel system, the six two. I think it's yeah, the Earth, one. Yeah, like six two six system or something like that. Because it, it's it's based off of like the main Marvel universe, yeah, yeah. and it was just play test material. How it, was it? I haven't I haven't looked nor played it yet, so it's like. Hmm. I think it's always so interesting to me because Disney has so much money to back these ventures, but they're like, mm, we need like two writers on. It. Like, we'll have two people work on it. That's, that's and, all you need for TTRPGs, yeah? Just, like, two people yeah, all the right? time for everything. Yeah. Do all the work. And you can see the, the people credited. On, I don't have the book on hand, but you can see the amount of people credited on the book definitely isn't, like, enough, in my mm -hmm. opinion, to make a fully fleshed-out, like, superhero TTRPG. Um, it had a lot of really amazing, like, fun things, but then it had also, also, like, unnecessary complex stuff and a lot of, like, little minor issues that I think that, like, if you're Disney putting stuff out, you shouldn't have. 
Um, and, uh, you know, and I, I enjoyed it, but I definitely think it is heavily in the shadow of other superhero TTRPGs. And so, yeah, so I would have to say Masks or Mutants and Masterminds are probably two of my other favorites. These are good choices. These are very good choices. Thank you. I'm a lover of vampire, so uh, Vampire mm. the Masquerade is a big one for me. Um, Thirsty Sword Lesbians is great. I think it's... Have, have you seen yes. the art? For, oh, beautiful. That's out, oh. just out of this world. It's gorgeous. I have the book. It's, mm. it's right here. And every time I talk about Thirsty Sword Lesbians, I pull it out. People are like, what is that? Let us see it. Let us see it. What do you it. mean, Thirsty Sword Lesbians? I was like, let me show you. Let me show you. Because yeah. these women, gorgeous. I <laughs> Um, yeah, let us enlighten you. Yeah, exactly. And it's oh, they're fun. We mm-hmm. I am a, a big lover of one page TTRPGs of mm-hmm. like the fun ones that like Super Dylan makes or yeah. um there's like Honey Heist is a great one. I love uh-huh. Honey Heist. Um there's another one. It's raccoons. Uh it's called Scramble Wizards. It's uh-huh. raccoons trying to get into a wizard tower. It's so funny. I'm so that excited. Amazing. So funny. Um I randomly, for the Critter Awards, because I was going through so many TTRPGs, mm-hmm. uh, I was coming across random ones that I have never heard of, like Bird with a Gun, and it just, you give a parrot a gun, and I was like, yeah. what? <laughs> it's great. It's a, good, it's a good time. There's a bunch of fun ones out there if you just look for them. Yeah. Especially if, like, if you fall, like, if two players fall through and you have, like, four players left, just go grab a one-page a, a one game and make something happen. Yeah. Uh, there's so much fun. Um, mm. There's a couple of them that I have yet to play, but I'm hoping yeah. I'll find some. All of them are on the all of them are on the list. We want to do all. I have such a huge list. Like it's yeah. Uh, yeah I'm like oh, yeah. I don't know. I'll drag people in with me at some point. What do you, we're I'll all make just, someone play with me. I'll make somebody like. Well, I'll just be sitting in, as voice chat one day. I'll be like, we're playing this. Make a yeah. character. I don't know. Amazing. All right. Um, so, how long have you guys been running the podcast for? How long has it been at this point? to think um so our first i want to say so i know for sure we're absolutely not a year yet um i want to say we're going on to like six or seven months um since we started getting everything together it's been over a year since we started prepping for it like getting it ready um but i'd say i think first post we're at episode 25 we haven't missed that many posting days um was was a bit ago, we've we've been posting. Like I said, I think we're between five and or four and seven months now um, of like posting. Yeah. And but of course, there's so much behind that. And so I do know that we started prepping for it about early October last year is when we started like really like gearing up and prepping for it and getting art ready and contacting people to like work on like our music. Like we have someone who makes the intro music for us, and then we have someone else who does. Um, we do little like uh, an- who does animatics oh, for cool. our um, yeah and they're fantastic they're great you know mm-hmm. I love working with people we have them added and tagged on all of our stuff but yeah that's um, yeah so not that long honestly like it, definitely like there's so many out there that have been doing it for so long and I think it's a big thing Kim and I talk about a lot because like I said we run mm-hmm. our, like we work on the socials Kim and I do all of the editing sorry um, I do the scheduling for us and when doing that we kind of look at like the growth and we see like you know we have like comments we have people interacting with us and kim's been featured on a lot of um game master monday stuff we just uh worked with dungeons and dog tags yesterday we did a yeah we did an episode with them and we did an episode with jonathan really early on uh actually and it's just so 
cool to see like how much we've done in so little time and we want to do so much more and yeah i you know i just love it yeah. so space has been welcoming i hope <laughs> incredibly um, <laughs> fantastic amazing that's always the hope it's like it's so scary to jump into a new place in a new community where you're like how is this gonna go there's so many podcasts are they gonna be welcoming are we just gonna be a little island floating out by ourselves right um so i'm I'm always so excited to hear of oh yeah like we've done all of these collaborations and people are like like, i'm like yes yes amazing i love it yeah it makes me happy yeah it's that feeling of community and and i think it's important because it fell apart for a little while there uh at the beginning of this year for reasons yeah um that we won't mention but mm-hmm. uh and it did make people look at other ttrpg systems of mm-hmm. uh we see kobold press and you know a bunch of, of yes. other people coming out of the woodwork so yeah but you could be playing these and yes. so that was actually a big thing we talked about because uh we our first season was gonna be uh 5e because it's so well known and it's so well loved and then all that interesting stuff happened and we were like, mm, there's a lot of games out there. Yeah. We'll start with we'll start with a different game. Yeah. Um, you know, there's a lot to a lot to be done, a lot to be said in a million other uh, ways, and we'll do it that way. Yeah, and so, <laughs> yeah, and so that's what, why we ended up starting with Fate because uh, that's that wasn't you know that wasn't the way we wanted to go with things at the time. Yeah, um, and yeah, and I I think it also like did good things. Like you know, it was a nightmare, but it opened, like you said, you know, we have Cobalt Press and. Uh, you know these other companies coming out uh and be like hey look at all, all the shiny stuff look at, <laughs> look at it's all fun all of it's fun come do it you can, and yeah it was cute you can never have too many ttrpgs no, i've decided no. um my shelf would that. say otherwise but that's yeah. fine absolutely <laughs> so was there a specific reason that you said fate as the first one or was it just more of a this looks like the most interesting and we can do whatever we want so actually um we put our names in a hat and we pulled the name out uh and we had all agreed that absolutely so there were two players who absolutely did not want to go first as gms which totally understandable they hadn't gm very much uh they were newer players um it was tail and kim they're not embarrassed of it you know they they are newer and it was their first time doing something like recorded like that and so they were very nervous for that and um jesse and i had done podcasts before i at that point i had dm'd for over like two years uh like like consistently i was comfortable confident i was i was like I'll, I'll do it if i need to tanner's a very confident dm and he's you know played a lot and dm'd a lot and so we put our three names in the hat and we pulled to see who would go first and we ended up with uh with tanner and the game he had picked previous like we had pre-picked uh for season sure. what, what our seasons were um, for our personal discord to have out and he had had fate already so that's it was just sort of the luck of the draw amazing so when you drew from a hat you were in the air and your games decided did you keep those same games going forward of well i guess we'll just like those were the ones you had picked yeah okay <laughs> no I, so i i'm the only one that switched oh uh, yeah i uh i i get so antsy and um, I, I was i'm i'm going last uh so we won't see me uh gm outside of a mini series for a while. a while we have four seasons yeah we have three more seasons we finished the season and three more seasons until i get a gm um but i was like oh, i'm gonna do this I know I'm gonna do this. I know, and then, so finally, I've like settled on uh, on on what I'm gonna work on, and I almost slipped up and said what I was gonna work on. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and um, I I think it's really exciting. I've started writing for it, and since I've started writing for it, I'm like I can't change it now. We'll see. Uh, 
You say that, but it's like this story could be told in other systems. I don't know. Like, yeah, I'm the same way. I get super antsy where it's like, oh, I'm running these three streamed games, but also I could mm-hmm. there. There's this one shot I could just I right. could do it. Um, I'm running a a game on the, the coming up in the future that is a ghost love story, and the only reason I'm running it is because I also have a homebrew world. Have had a homebrew world for uh-huh. like four years that right. we've been developing and working on, and no one has gone to this specific island that it's happening on. They've seen it from the cliffs. Of the, by the ocean, they've looked mm-hmm. at it. They've asked about it on the map. Has anyone gone and checked? No, no. Why would they? No, it's Why been like they? four years. Yeah. I'm like, that's it. We're just running a one shot. Like, I don't care. These people get it because nobody else would do it. So yeah. I feel that. Yeah. You're too hungry. You want it too bad, and they can smell it. Your players know. It's like, like no. it's right there. It's right yeah. there. Um. Okay, so we're. We're coming up on time, but I'm going to ask as a closing question, I think, and before we get to like the very end, give me a story or a favorite tale from your 5GM in a trench coat, whether filming, whether getting ready to film, like what is a favorite moment that stands out? Favorite moment? Oh man, that's so hard because I love all my friends. Oh, I know. Have together. <laughs> um... Let me think. It doesn't have to be the moment, but like a favorite moment. So I, I will, while well, well, this part thinks, I'll, I'll say one little sure. thing that I love that we do um, is Kim and I cook for us every every recording session. And uh, it makes getting lunch faster and cheaper, but also it's nice. And it's a little form of like love and appreciation. And I love doing that. And that's very important to me, uh, at least for our games, right? But I think a really big moment, I know it's coming up on, a, on an episode coming up. Um, and I just... It was just one of those moments where like the whole table just guffawed. Like we were cracking up. It delayed recording. Like it was, um, we, it carried on for like the rest of the day. But so Kim uh, had introduced a new character. I know we posted her, her name is Frankie. Uh, she has wind magic. And there was this whole thing going on around flying islands. There's dragons everywhere. And so we were all getting ready to fly up after something. And so Frankie kind of like has this like watch this moment and like unfurls like a squirrel suit and then jumps and like uses her wind magic and rolled really poorly and didn't fall, but just glided. And it was just this moment of like, new character, get to show my abilities, watch this. And all of us lost it. And it it was the end of the episode. And we, I, I think we had to cut out like a comfortable 10 minutes of us just cackling. Like, and it was just the silly, it's the silliest That's thing, but it was so just good. such like, it's one of those pure D&D moments where it's like, you can't get this anywhere else. Like, you can't get, like, TTRPGs bring something you cannot experience <laughs> elsewhere with your friends. And it was it was just so funny because it was, should have been so cool to see, like, this character fly without a dragon. But it was, watch this. And glide. Like a sugar it. glider. <laughs> yes. And I think for this this season, that is probably one of my favorite moments of recording and doing things so far is it was just amazing amazingly hilarious and it was like amazing in the bad way right like oh we, oh, rolled, yeah. we rolled a three it wasn't even a natural one we rolled a three and it, here we are right and so that was what it was i think that's a, an important testimony to why bad dice rolls are so important in oh, ttrpgs yeah. like people always are like 
how many stories do we see on Reddit or things of, oh, my uh, players are fudging dice. Uh, how do I talk to them? Are they faking? They're lying about it. Yeah. Those bad, like they're succeeding on everything. They haven't rolled lower than like a 16. Yeah. How many times have you had something like, you're like, oh, yes, I've got this in the bet. And then you roll like a one. And it mm-hmm. makes for such fun role play. Yeah. Uh, I think those are perfect testimonies to why we need those bad dice rolls. Yeah. But it's fun for storytelling. Sometimes it, really it sucks. Yes, oh, yeah. but other times it makes for uh, trying to look really cool in your new flying suit and failing. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Amazing. Okay, so is there anything I haven't asked you that you would like to mention? Um, oh my goodness, I don't know. I've had so much fun. I'm, I'm just like, so good to be here. That, like, I've, I can't even like think right. Um, I don't think so. You asked about what games we're playing. Yes. Um, I went on and on about my friends that I play with. I love that. <laughs> um, no, I don't think you've asked any, like, I don't think you haven't asked anything that would, like, would or wouldn't be interesting. I think we've had, like, a great, like, chat. It's been great. Yeah, this is in love place. Amazing. So, um, once again, tell us kind of your schedule of when you stream, where you stream at, who you are, and where people can find you. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, so um, I'm Adam. I work on, uh, I'm a cast member and an editor, and I do scheduling and everything over at 5GMs in a Trenchcoat and at 5GMs Official on Twitter, because I guess 5GMs Trenchcoat was taken. Um, and uh, you can kind of find us just about anywhere, right? Uh, we're on Blue Sky. We post weekly um, to anywhere you can find a podcast, really, Spotify, um, Apple Music, like any, any, you know, or not Apple, but, you know, Apple Podcasts, uh, anywhere you can find a podcast, you'll be able to find us. I know we're on Good Pods. Um, what else? What else about us? Uh, we're fun. We're coming up on our season finale for our first season, which is like a huge milestone for us. Um, so if you guys want to come in and listen and like, you know, get through the first couple of episodes, it's a little tough. We're sorry. Um, but, you know, As where every we are episode one starts <laughs> off with. <laughs> yeah, we're getting better. Um, yeah, I mean, if you want to come by and just listen and like, you know, leave comments and come interact with us on anything like message us at us on twitter us we're like we don't have anything to do we'll message back uh, but yeah we're at five years of the trench coat uh we post weekly um i believe we're taking a small break in december uh, for posting and then we should start up the newest season i think we're shooting for january or february um and yeah like come see if you are interested in other games and don't know how they play or don't know if like they're going to be as fun as the game you play come listen uh we try to have a lot of fun and that's what we try to like bring across so yeah that's that's that amazing well thank you so much for coming on this has been lovely i well, very much you. enjoyed talking with you yeah, um, this was fantastic this has been great so um thank you guys for coming and watching and we'll see you later bye bye Alrighty, that was Adam on Center Stage by Crit Awards. Thank you again so much to Ivy for having Adam on. Um, you could check out the Crit Awards at Crit underscore Awards on Twitter slash X or just Crit Awards on Instagram. And you can also check out Ivy at Game Raider Girl on every platform. We'll have our regular season one episode next week. Thank you so much for listening. <laughs>